0: You are listening to The Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business. I just want to also greet the people that's going to listen to the podcast later. Um, I think we should open with prayer. Uh, Chris, can I ask you to to open for us with prayer this morning, please?
1: Yes, thank you. Father, we just want to thank you for this morning. We thank you for John. Father, we thank you for the calling on his life. Father, we need hope in this nation. And I thank you, Father God, that you are our hope. And I thank you, Father God, for this new political party that is called Hope for South Africa. I just pray for John, Father. I just pray for your anointing upon his life. I pray for wisdom. I pray for understanding. I pray for the leading of your Holy Spirit on his life. Father God, that... He will say the right words at the right time, Father. And, um, we know it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit, yes. Father. Amen. Father, he is moving into, um, the political sphere that is so darkened huh. with so many, uh, yes. people that's got their own agendas and their own evil, uh, thoughts and, uh, saying, um, things that's not right. Father, but may he stand out as the light which he is, Father, and the salt. That's where we should be, the light and the salt in the midst of darkness, Father. I just pray for my brother, Father, and then this morning's meeting as well. I just pray for this morning's meeting, Father, that you would just speak to us through John and let us just have a wonderful time uh, around the transformation table. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, amen. Thank amen. you, thank you, thank you, Chris. Freak, when we when we call this uh, program the transformation table, did you did you see it going where it's going? You know, did you see it evolving the way it did in 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 having the name so accurately sure. for what we for the work that we're going to do, It <laughs> uh, Just sh- just sh-
2: if we could have seen that, we could have taken glory for it. So there was no way yeah just yeah. again stepping out in faith and in obedience and the lord is doing mm-hmm. the best so awesome we give him mm-hmm. the, all, all the glory and the praise for that absolutely
0: mm-hmm. yeah. sure. and and so so that's what i want to kick off with you know we do not see we do not see god's plans i'm sure. I'm, I'm i'm so glad for that john because i think then, yeah. it, then it would scare us too much and mm. i mean
2: <laughs> um, there,
0: there must be many feelings in your heart at the moment of, mm-hmm. of, um, and I'm not talking about fear, like, in, yeah. you know, just um, all the things that go through your mind, what is going to happen? You know, where is this going to take me? What is, what is, what is it going to do to my family? You know, all those things. So if I may ask John, um, mm-hmm. I just want to quickly tell the guy, the new guys that joined us this morning, welcome. Um, we hope that you enjoy sit, sitting with us around the table the picture in your mind is that we sit around the table and we have a chat like you do with your friends, have a cup of coffee or whatever in your hand. We're sitting around the same table. It's a big round table. There's no, there's no head of the table. The only thing that's in the center of the round table is God's love, God's presence, the Holy spirit, Jesus. And, um, but there's no one that's more important than the other one. And Mm. it's not led by me. I, um, I just start the fire. Um, and, uh, and, and we sit and, 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 and enjoy each other's company and love around the table. If you want to contribute something, uh, there's a, there's a, on your, um, uh, is it your task bar? Is that what you call it in English? There's a little hand that you can put up and, um, then put up your hand and we'll, um, we'll, we'll, so that we don't speak over each other. And then we just mm-hmm. put up our hand and we can, and we can chat. Um, this morning I invited John to come and chat to us. John, I always have trouble pronouncing your surname, you know, this Afrikaans uh, this, uh, yeah. tongue of mine, so just quickly help us to, with with your surname so we get it right perfectly, please, John.
3: menso, John I can understand <laughs> oh, and <laughs> now I um, can do so it. It's not Afrikaans, it's a click. Now, is—is—is John Matushe.
1: Matushe.
3: Um, yeah, so that is M-A-T-H-U-H-L-E. Um, but the Buota story, I don't know if I've told you that story before. No you haven't please. John Burta and I'm not joking eh. Um, when I grew up, I was about six years old and my my mom met this wonderful um, colored man by the name of, jo- of James Buota. And my mom tells me that when I was born, my father also disappeared. So something happened there. a very evil rapture happened with my dad. <laughs> meaning that he ran away <laughs> so um and then you know growing up as a young man uh you 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 have that void in your heart um you long uh, to have a to have a dad and the Lord blessed me with uh James Bothe in my life. um he was my stepdad. A man that uh, the Lord has used incredibly to also shape the man da, that I am today. I remember one of the things that he really helped me a lot is um with English. I mean, growing up on the farm, um, um English the Prat and the in the So he always said to me, John. If you want to be fluent in English, you have to read out loud. Allow your tongue to get used to the words. That's number one. Number two, you must watch comedies. If you can hear a joke in another language, then it means then you're getting into understanding that language because mm-hmm. jokes are always told from a, from a cultural point of view. So you need to, you, then it means you understand even the culture. So that's something that really helped me a lot. Um, but then uh, when I was 16, he wanted to officially adopt me, um, you know, for me to take uh, the surname Boota. So when I went to school, I, when I started with school, I actually used that uh, that surname for for a long time. You know, even my peers, my teachers, um, they knew me by John Boota then. Um there in a small dorpie of Rosendal. So unfortunately, he had an illness and then he passed away. Um, we were in the process of changing that and uh that could not be completed. So I was left with my maiden surname of my mom Matushe. And um some of the some of my uh my mentors in ministry when I got into ministry and um, they picked up the name Bota. So I remember I was going to this uh, conference in Bela Bela. Um, it was predominantly Africans, um, you know, pastors there for the, uh, in the conference. And uh, Womtians, who was handling our registration for that conference, he says, listen, JS uh, John Bota, man, I so John Bota's uh, scrape <laughs> for my tag, for my name tag. So I come there, happy, excited, a young pastor, and I'm carrying this uh, name tag, John Buota. You can imagine a lot of those Africans uh, pastors. They kept on looking at me and say, "Is he <laughs> really a Buota this one, or did he steal somebody's <laughs> identity?" And you could see people are staring. And one gentleman in their in their bathrooms. Um, he kept on staring and staring at my tag while we were washing our hands. And he says, Listen, man, I have to ask you this really. As you're John Buerta? I say, yeah, I can't guess. <laughs> I said, Oh, okay. This is short, Bota, then. <laughs> so now I got a second one, a Swart Buerta. So, yeah, but yeah. Mm. Um, so, um, yes, now I was ready and I was proud to 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 take on that surname. name. That was before I knew who was also Tech Buerta. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very be- nice story, John. So if I sh- if we're in a crowd and I shout out John Buerta, I'm gonna get your attention.
3: Listen, I'm I- I'm gonna know I'm the only one there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's interesting how we our colors confuse things, you know. Um Yes, my, obviously yes. my, my name is Menzo and um and the Menzo comes from a um from from the Italian background. But yes. if you in the in the Zulu language they also use the word Menzo. So when somebody yes. asks my name, yes. especially you know, the sales counter or what whatever <clears throat> and I tell the person my name is Menzo, they would immediately look up if if they're Zulu speaking and they yeah. would ask me, <laughs> uh, are you Zulu? And I would say, Of course. And they would look at me and say, Why can't I be Zulu and white?
2: You know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then that starts a good so conversation. So I said, God has got a very good sense of humor. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So,
0: so John, uh, getting into some serious business, um, tell us, tell us the journey. How did, how did John Buerta decide he's going to become get into the politics? And 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 then I think let's try and not go too long because we want to get the guys to ask some questions. So, um, mm-hmm. uh. Please, John. If you don't want to take this on the on the on the journey for the people that don't know, please.
3: No, thank you so much, uh, Benzo and and my brothers. I see Yaku Peter there. <laughs> Good to see you, brothers, and also Baron. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think my the whole journey for me uh, really started when I went down, and maybe I, I need to start there when I went for uh, community leadership. Um, uh, um, a training down in Stellenbosch, uh, with Cassie Kasten. I don't know if, uh, some of you know Cassie, um, Alec African Leadership Institution. Um, and that's where my, my, because I always had that heart, even from the school, um, to really see change happening in the communities. And my heart, um, after that and my mind really opened and I realized that there, there has to be more to to, to the church. The, the mandate that God has given is his, the body of Christ must be more than just you know, um, coming in and coming out on Sundays. So uh, for me as a pastor, then I really felt that um, there, there was a need for a change and transformation to happen in the communities. And when I came back there, I was very excited. The Lord has already given me a vision, you know, how to, how to steer the church in that direction where the church can lead that transformation in the community. I mean, there in Rosendahl, where I was still a pastor there, um, we planted the church called Global Gate Community Church. So we started now, we started with the school. First of all, we, um, we had a school, the first school to, in in that community, even to, you know, to teach children, um, to learn them in English. Um, and we started all, uh, all sorts of generation, which was the sort of a, a feeding scheme where it's still going on. About 100 children are being, uh, they receive food there um, every week. Um, different skills, uh, computer literacy, um, and I started when I did that. I started to see really the Lord um, increasing even the church. The impact that that had in the community really was also, in a sense, evangelical um, because the the parents of these children um, would come to church because they see this is the place where you know our lives are touched. And um, and and from there, I moved to Sienico. Um We also planted at the church there in Sienico. uh in 2023. <clears throat> I mean, in, in in 2017, yes, in 2017, um, I received a word long time ago. Um, in fact, uh, we were doing um, a parliament uh, visit while I was still in 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 Stellenbosch. It was part of our, our, our curriculum just to go and interview some of the um, the MPs there. And I, I had an opportunity even to, uh, to speak to Steve Swart and, you know, interview him. And I remember as I was going out of the parliament's door, there was a Nigerian brother, um, uh, uh, Tunde Fue. Um, very, very, very passionate, loved the Lord. And he tapped me on the shoulder as we go out. And he says to me, the Lord says, I must tell you that you will be back here. This is the place that he will bring you back here. And that's like, that's like in 2008. I mean, 2009, long time ago. um, I looked at him and I thought, yeah, (laughs) probably doesn't understand that it's not easy to be in a place like this in South Africa um, I don't think it will happen anyway. I forgot about it, but then when I when I when I got to Senegal, the Lord started stirring in my heart about a, a righteousness in 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 go- in government. You know, having the right people, the righteous people in government, and I was so excited about that word, and immediately, I mean, it was like a very strong stirring in my heart. And and then I thought, sure, uh, which political party can I join? You know, um, uh, where 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 will I get involved? Because I was also very concerned about the situation in the communities, the 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 brokenness that we we saw in the communities, unemployment, crime, and all these things, the service delivery and i felt in my heart that the lord was leading me to join the the da um democratical alliance and um and for the simple reason that they were already um, in government, they had an experience in governance. And um, I mean, where they were governing, they were actually running very professional municipalities. And that for me was very, at that moment, it was very important to learn that and to understand, um, you know, how the professional governance actually looked like. Um, You know, I wanted to be with the ACDP. I did join the ACDP. I've always been voting for ACDP. Even while I was still with the DA, I've always voted for the ACDP because I understood the importance of having that voice in that place. Um, but practically, I wanted to get involved with an organization that is doing the work. And I'm glad I did that. Um, so I became for the first time, I think in, 2000, in 2017, I joined the council in my area um, and I served and I've learned so much um, about, you know, the municipal systems, um, all of these things and what it takes to really bring that, that service. To the people, um, in terms of the legislation, but also um, you know the the di- different departments and how to legislate in the in the council, how to make those policies that uh, benefits the people. So I think the Lord was actually preparing me and like Daniel, uh, putting me in this Babylonian kind of a, a system, uh, but also for me to learn. And, but I tell you, that was the most frustrating time at, at the same time, because my heart <clears throat> was looking for that righteousness. And obviously, um, DA is, is very, 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 very far. Um, you know, as a liberal, um, uh, organization, they don't subscribe to, to values like that. Um, and there's no place even just to, to to bring ideas like that within the structure, to think like that. And that was such a frustration for me. And I remember, you know, I I felt, I I don't know if I'm cut for this. (laughs) Um, I don't really feel that uh, one can really make um, um, significant change because the people I work with, you know, they will tell you this is not the church um, you are a pastor. We understand you. Are, you've you're coming from a pastoral place, but this is politics. You know you have to you have to kiss many frogs before you become a king or a prince here. Yeah. <laughs> so meaning you have to compromise a lot. You know you make an agreement and then you can change on the other agreements. And I think what was the most uh, what what opened my eyes while I was there is when we had to deal with the MM who, um, you know, who was found guilty by the, by the court um, for how he handled some of the tenders. Um, some of the companies, a company took him to court and he was found guilty that, that there was a fraud. And we had a, a verdict from the court that we needed to implement a consequence management as a counsel. And at the same time, there was also an issue with the mayor um, who used the municipal money to um, build or erect a billboard with his face on um, and which was something that the council didn't sign on. so you had two cases that you had to deal with and that actually really had serious serious um, um, evidence and 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 we need to take an action. Uh, but then when we were about and we are already in the process of doing that, remember when you're dealing with stuff like this, um, you also need to have your legal um, opinions and all those things. And we had a forensic investigation and there's a lot of money to hire these companies um, the, the money for the taxpayers that you have to put and, and then they come back, uh, caucus came back and said, listen, we're not going for the MM anymore. Uh, we're only going for the mayor. And, um, and that for me was a red flag. And I said, how can we do that? I mean, <laughs> the both cases must be dealt. We must deal with both cases. In fact, the one of MM is even more serious because we've got a court case. And they said, no, that's not how politics works. You know, and then later on, I found that the MM actually had a brown envelope, even with our you know caucus leaders and stuff. And then I I realized that, listen, even even in the DA, you know, you got this politician. It's like a political spirit, and and there's no place here. But anyway, I was getting my salary. It was very nice. I was excited um, in that part. Um, uh, which was also something that uh, really bothered me a lot because uh, a lot of these counselors they're getting the money, a lot of money, <clears throat> but there's there isn't really um, a real job um, with results that that comes out of out of um, you know that salary to justify the salary. I think for me, what was what really rescued me. In terms of that, it's my involvement in the community with Senegal Community Forum and the work that one was able um, to do on a daily basis with that. So I really felt, um, you know, I I actually earned, in a sense, if you can put it like that, because I was doing the work and I thank God for that. But while I was working with that, I remember I was, Driving from Hansby, I've been with uh, Brother Chris there. Uh, and as I was driving back with my wife, the Lord clearly said to me, you are not going back. There was just that word. You're not going back. It was during the election. And I had, a, I had, a, I had trouble in my heart and say, God, but I've got many prophecies about what is happening now. So how could it be that I'm not going back? I could already see, you know, how I was going to grow even within the structures. And, and, and finally, you know, the Lord uh, will, give, will give me that opportunity that I can affect change from that level. But the Lord said to me, your time is over. You cannot stay now. And I only realized that afterwards, um, that you know, the Lord wanted to prepare me for a, a new wine skin. Um, there was something that the Lord was preparing in the nation. I wasn't even aware. I mean, I went back and I, I dedicated uh, myself uh with the the community work there in Siena Cal. I got involved with Arno, with time to rise. Uh we started um a Christian um uh, a leadership summit there in Siena Cal. And that's how we merged with Time to Rise. So those were the things that I I really felt, God, I'm going back here. Now that you said my time is over in politics, Um, um, not in politics such, but he just said your time is over. You're not going back. And um, I mean, yeah, it was last year was, was just an amazing year for for me personally i grew a lot even in in the calling that the lord has put upon my life i've always also been a a nation builder and somebody that really want to see the communities um coming together and affecting change and at at a very 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 Um, high level in community. And I I got to experience that. And I was also getting very comfortable. I remember, um, last year, uh, the DA came back to me again and they wanted me to come back. They asked me to come back because they got rid of that. Um, leader the caucus leader uh, who by the way um, was not doing anything even during the election I had to do everything and and my work and him the seat that he had but at end of the day um, I couldn't come I couldn't come back and they they asked me they said um, we want you to come back because um, uh, you are the only person that can understand. Uh, both communities and we want some, somebody like that. And the Lord didn't give me that peace. And at that time, I was, I was in a very financial stress. Um, having lost your salary. Um, you know, if something like that comes up immediately, you, you would really see it as God's provision, but the Lord didn't give me that peace. And I just felt in my heart, the Lord is not allowing me to come back. And I said, Thank you guys. I'm not gonna be able to come back. And they were very disappointed. Um, and then um even the Freedom Front and a couple of other political parties, they wanted me to join them and to be part of them. I mean, they offered me all these opportunities. Um, but last year, towards the end, um, Jonas stays in and part of the free state leaders. Um, they came also specially down to senegal also to talk to me. And um, and John said, listen, man, we're going to the elections now. And we really, 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 I've seen your work. I've seen you, uh, what you guys have been able to do. I've read about you in the newspapers. And we are so proud that we can have a leader like, like yourself amongst us. Please come back. And even then, the Lord said, no, um, you're not going back. I remember I shared this with my wife, and we both just felt, um, "You cannot, you cannot do this. You cannot go against the word of God." And that time, I didn't know anything. I don't. At that time, there was no talks about hope or political party. We always knew that God was going to do something towards 2024 election, but we couldn't put our finger, even myself and Arno, we didn't know if we're going to help another political party. Um, At some stage, we thought that You know, Mokwe Mokwe will step up and maybe he will start a political party and then we will rally behind him. Um, At some point, we even thought that Chris Matebula can initiate something like that. So we were we were searching uh, between me and Arno. And when these things are happening, the Lord just hold me down He said, you know, don't don't make any moves. Um, but then, uh, as we started our journey to, to talk to these political parties, different Christian political parties, um, like your ACDP, um, Arise South Africa, um, the, the African Covenant, uh, political party of, uh, Dr. Kovi Baloi and all these other, um, Christian political party, we felt that we needed to talk to them, especially after Uh, we realized also that Mkwe Mkwe is actually not uh, intending to to step up in any way. Um, And also Chris Matebula was very undecided. You know, he didn't know what what the Lord is actually wanting him to do. And we started searching and we met some incredible uh, leaders uh, of these political parties. And the Lord has said to us, I am actually fashioning a new wine skin. Um, I'm making everything new. So we knew that what we were looking for, it has to to look different. It must sound different and it must have a different feeling. You know, the Lord warned us about two uh, critical spirits, the political spirit and the religious spirit. It must not have a smell of political spirit on it it must not have a smell of religious spirit on it. Um, by that meaning that, you know, it must be something that that resonates with, 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 with God and God's people. It must be something that really bring hope. You know, we didn't even have the word hope then, but we knew that, uh, you know, we needed something that um, can bring a tangible hope and um but unfortunately um we couldn't really sense that what these other christian political parties were 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 presenting, and even the way they look and they sound and the way they understand how things should be uh really resonate with the d a especially of of time to rise um and you know, we were very, we were left with with one option that we had to pray about. Uh, what do we do now? Because you have about five polit- uh, Christian political party and they are incredible. The leaders are, um, I mean, on another level, they are also committed to righteous government, but there is just something that doesn't really resonate, you know, and some of them, they, They've got their constitution is semi-Christian, you know, trying to accommodate other people. And some of them, you know, even the lingo is, is more very political. And we will ask also, you know, what is the, what is your main goal? You know, and, and a lot of them, it will be um, is to get the votes and to get into power and to start to change things there. And which was for us uh, something very different, because um, for us, this wine skin must not just be something that is built around elections and around the power and political power. It must be something that is able to affect change even before they go into, uh, into that authority. So, and then we, we had to pray about it and we spent a very, very considerable time seeking for the Lord. And finally, a group of the leaders, they really felt the Lord was leading us, um, you know, to start a vehicle um, because I remember the Lord actually said um, to many of us, uh, I've given you the, I've given you the model. I've showed you the model, like he did with Noah. I've given you the measurement and everything. Why do you go outside to look for that? Because if if I want that, if I wanted them to have it, I would have given it to them. So I've given you the vision. I've given you the calling. So um, stop seeking for for somebody else to take the mantle. You have to step up and take the mantle. And, and at that time, myself personally, I also didn't want to get involved, um, because I felt, you know, it's not my time. You know, I, I, I've gotten used to no, <laughs> to always say no, um, because the Lord, I was actually enjoying what was happening and time to rise. And I remember, um, after, because we were also part of helping me, myself and Arna, we we're part of helping setting it up. And the Lord gave us the name, um, hope for South Africa, which was very prophetic and still prophetic. Um, the hashtag is just, um, strategically put there so that when we register with IC and on the ballot, um, you know, it can give us an advantage to be, to be high up. Um, But that hope for South Africa was something that resonated with a lot of leaders. And we knew that this is what God was doing in South Africa, to restore that hope for our nation. Because God has given us a promise um, over this nation. And God will come back and give us that hope uh, for South Africa. So at that time, I felt, yes, I don't want to get involved again with politics. I've had my time. And the Lord said, I'm not going back. And I was at Muscle Bay, Mighty Man Muscle Bay, uh, last year. And when I was there, the Lord started stirring because I couldn't have peace in my heart. It was almost like something is pulling me back. And I said, God, I don't have peace walking away from, from hope. Uh, what is this? And the Lord spoke to me and He said to me, um, when I called you as a pastor in the Ministry of Reconciliation, um, I called you in a place of neutrality because being a pastor, you are neutral. Um, you are not threat, you know, um, you're not political when you speak about reconciliation and you bring in the nation together. No one can accuse you of, of a certain, um, uh, affiliation. And the Lord said to me, the time has come now that I want you to, to to do that role and to play that role of bringing their nation together, but on a different level. And this time, I don't need you to be neutral. I need you, I'm going to place you in a platform and in a place, and I will give you favor. And that's when I started understanding that, you know, the Lord actually kept me. Um, for actually for a time and a season like this, the Lord has prepared and trained me, even with the DA and everything that I've been through. It was like a preparation for me, um, to be able to serve, um, uh, with hope and what God is busy shaping now. And, 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 and I really, my struggle was that I didn't want to get involved in another political structure, because then I will lose my neutrality. I will lose um, that kind of influence um, that I had in terms of bringing people together. But the Lord clearly put it in my heart and he said, I didn't at this time now, I don't expect you to be neutral because there is a battle that is happening, a battle against the soul of this nation. And those that the enemy has rallied around, they are not neutral. <laughs> you know, they're very clear on their policies. They are very clear on their agenda and their mission. And they are out there um, not only to destroy the nation, but to push God completely out of, uh, of South Africa, out of this of, of this nation. I mean, you look at the laws that the enemy is, is bringing forward. Um, they are not just targeted to ordinary people. They are targeting, they're targeted uh, against God and against um, God's people. So I felt the Lord said, I'm calling you up, um, to join the battle because there is a battle there to join the battle um, that, that has started in South Africa against the the soul of South Africa. And I have given you and many others the the anointing and the authority to confront that, that, um, that Goliath. And, and I mean, that really encouraged me. It's not like, I feel like I'm the best politician. I actually not, I don't want to be a politician and, You know, the Lord also said, you don't have to be a politician. You have to be a servant. You have to have a servant heart because that's what is needed in South Africa. We don't need more politicians. We don't need more political parties, but we need more servants. And we need a movement of servants, uh, leaders that are really sold out, not only for the people, but first of all, sold out to God because If you can learn and know how to serve the Lord, it will be easy to serve the people. It will be difficult to serve the people if you don't know how to serve the Lord. And you cannot serve the Lord if you don't have a heart for the Lord. And and that is, for me, the biggest thing. And that is the change that needs to happen, um, even in this political space, where we need to redefine what is to be a servant of the people in south africa and we need that i mean i've always known that we need righteous leaders we need righteous government the bible is clear about it if the righteous are in authority people rejoice but if um, you know if the evil one rules the people mourn and we we mourn always i mean every time when there is load shedding you know there's always a murmuring in the house you know oh, here we go again. So it's so practical and it's such a privilege that one can really uh, be a part of this miracle that God is creating. Thank you, Menza. I'm going to just stop there.
0: <laughs> Thank you, John. It's nice to you know the journey in the background. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've had the privilege of spending a little bit of time with you on different occasions. And, and as we said at one point, it is as if you, um, we connect spiritually and th- the 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 time that we that we spend together um is actually increased because we Amen. we we we, we connect spiritually and um i want to be very naughty now During, yeah, please. i was very i was i was sitting <laughs> i was sitting i think i was um, we were we went away for holiday we went to thailand a little bit and mm. um, we had a great holiday and sure. um and 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 it was interesting how that time of peace I managed to hear the Lord in certain, in, in certain ways. Yes, and yes. one morning I read this thing, and it said, uh, do not be too concerned. I'm going to just interpret it a little bit. It's a, it's a, I'll, I'll send it to you as well. But uh, um, do not, do not be, spend too much time and be too much concerned about power, money, and glory. One day you will meet a man that has got re- no regard for that, and you will realize how poor you are. And when I read that, I thought, that's the president we need. And then I immediately thought of you, John. So I'm not trying to blow sunshine uh, towards your side. I'm just trying to say that, you know, that is the thing that captured me. The, 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 the and, and it's exactly what you said now, is that the man that must be our president and lead our uh, country must have no regard for power, glory, or money, you know, and serve, serve the people, because as far as I'm concerned, um you know, a politician the word politician is servant you have to serve that is yeah. that is your job yeah you know? mm. and that seemed to have gone missing so um i just wanted to mention that if you, guys if you got any questions for john please put up your hand um john the other thing that you that you mentioned now and i just want to say to you last week we were speaking about the aroma the 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 yeah. um the the smell you know yes. and, and we can actually talk about it very seriously um next week uh, we just decided we last week we decided we are going to t- talk about it next week, and that aroma yeah. thing is so important. What aroma are you bringing and um the last thing I just want to mention i I made some notes here and and what I wrote down here is while you were chatting, we serve a uncompromising god uh-huh. you know, we he's a lovable he's, a, he's, he's, he's he's the he's the origin of love but he's Amen. uncompromisable. Amen. We cannot be compromisable and say, okay, well, this guy was very naughty, but let's give him a gap because we can gain something out of it, you know, and all yeah. that. We cannot do that. <laughs> and while I was thinking that, um, and, 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 uh, after, after the guys asked the questions, maybe you could give us a bit of, um, yes, just drop Amen. us a couple of names Amen. who, who is with you in this. And, um, yeah. I remember saying, I remember saying yesterday to, to my wife, uh, 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 you know, I see Royes is is, is 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 um uh, yeah. <laughs> going into the scrum with you, and I thought to yeah, myself, yeah. you, John is going to have his hands, his hands full. This, uh, you know, yeah. I love Roy <laughs> he's a busy guy, you know. But it's important, it's important yeah. thing that Roy is bring. He's un- yeah. he's uncompromisable. That guy it's, does not compromise, and and, and we know he's getting yeah. behind his back. You need, I yeah, remember, I remember at our Bloomfontein meeting. He said the mm. first thing he's, he's going to do when he becomes minister of police, he's going to line yeah. up all the police buckies that's still drivable outside yeah. the parliament and he's going to load them full. I don't know if you remember <laughs> I <didn't do>
2: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to create raucous, yeah. but that's the right action. Freak, you had your hand up first.
2: Yes, thank you, Menzo. John... Uh... People are saying these words. I often hear it in in Ground Zero when you're among the people. Yeah. Uh, Why must I vote? Turning to the age where I uh, I must start voting. People Mm. think it doesn't mean anything to vote. They feel, what will my vote help?
3: Yeah, what change? Somebody
2: that wants Mm. to say, but why must i vote i was like that a few years ago and my wife told yeah, me yeah. You, but i want you to say but, but, but i believe it will be the same what she said to me and yeah. then another thing uh, a few years ago i had a for a couple of years when we stayed in pretoria i had a, a ministry among bikers and oh. i was amazed to see how many bike clubs there was different bikes <laughs> But what knocked me off my feet was to see how many Christian biker slaps there is. And wow. I came to no. that actually started off a biker slap uh, that started off. They wanted to make a difference among bikers. For the bikers, them. yes. They wanted his light to shine, especially on rallies. Mm. Where it sometimes can be mm. tough and rough. Mm. Sure. Uh, but... Uh, I was, uh, 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 yeah, it was really actually sad to see how many different Christian bikers club there was or is mm. or are uh, because of differences among the Christian biker club. Why mm. another Christian mm. Mm. Why mm. can't we as Christians get one party, stand together and say, we've got Mm. our we've got our great commander we've got our constitution the bible we not need to this is the constitution yeah okay so those two questions why is Mm. it easy for me to vote what happens if i don't vote and then Mm.
3: why another party
2: Mm.
3: sure that's a that's a very common questions but not easy ones uh uh Um, maybe to start with the first one, why? Why should I really vote? You know, and that's what a lot of people feel. That um, I mean, we have like um, you know, a staggering percentage of people who stayed away from the from the vote, voting booth, and probably that is one of the biggest reasons why we can't even see change happening and i think somehow uh, people has become despondent um yesterday i was invited um for the ENCA show uh, we the people that's the name of the show and they had a topic and it's going to air on sunday they on sunday the, they had a topic um the why politicians are lying and why must i trust them with my vote this time So they invited all these politicians. And for me, um, you know, we had all these big politicians there. And it was so disappointing to see how they continue even to lie on that show and to defend their lies and to make excuses for all of these lies. Um, I mean, they used the clip of um, uh, Fikile Mbalula when he revealed that they actually lied for Zuma about the, the, you know, the, the swimming pool being a fire pool. And, and I mean, this ANC guy was saying, yeah, I mean, this is actually very positive. Uh, now our secretary general is actually admitting that. So it means that we are renewing ourselves. Um, we mm-hmm. are saying to people, you know, we have actually lied before, but now, now we're not going to lie but he's actually continuing to lie to people because by actually saying that, he's taking us for for fools because they only said, um, you know, he only made that statement after Jacob Zuma announced that he's not going to support the ANC coming these elections. He's got his new party that he's going to support. Otherwise, we wouldn't have even heard of the ANC admitting to, to that lie. And I think that trust has that trust deficit, we've got a trust deficit and a deficit in South Africa where people don't trust uh, politicians anymore. And it's unfortunate because, um, you know, it's like always I get people saying, um, you know, all the white people are racist. And I said, it's not true. You know, some people say all the black people are crooks and corrupt, and it's not true. You know, it's not true. All the colored people are against us. You know, it's not true. Just because you have a group of people that, you know, dropped the ball and they chose the other way, it doesn't mean that everyone is like that. And in South Africa, I think it's so unfortunate that because of one political party that we kept on voting for for 30 years and gave them so many chances, because they don't deliver on their promises. Now people feel, you know what, there's nothing that's going to change. And again, I think it's also because, um, you know, some people did vote uh, before, um, as some people will also vote now, and they will vote for a party like, you know, Hope for South Africa, and they will give their all and give their hearts and trust that, you know, this will actually bring, bring change. And then when it doesn't bring when hope doesn't even go into Parliament, then people become despondent. And, and now it comes back to, to that collective collective responsibility, because I think a lot of us, we have actually voted um, based on individual um, motivation to say, I, "I'm going to take that responsibility." I'm going to take a responsibility to go out and vote. But we also have a collective responsibility. When we started in Senegal, um we were not the only people who started working and trying to make change. There were one or two people that will do something, you know, will fill up uh, one pothole in front of their streets. But it was until we told each other, until we encouraged each other, to say, let's all collectively stand up and do something. Then we started to see a massive change happening. And I think, uh, Freyek, that's going to be a, a game changer now that we need, as we go into these elections, we have to have that co- uh, collective um, effort. And that means that it's now my responsibility as a father to also talk to my children that you have to go and vote. You cannot afford not to vote. It's my responsibility to tell my colleagues, you have to go and vote and you must vote right. You know, um, I'm not saying you must tell people what they must vote, but we need to take that collective responsibility to encourage people to vote in certain way that will bring um, a practical and tangible change in the elections. And that's, I think, that is something that's going to bring that change. Um, why another political party? Um, you know, I really believe that, and this is what this was something that we also thought about a lot when even before we started a uh, hope for South Africa to say, um, we already have these political parties, you know, we already have the ACDP, we already have. Um, other political parties that are already there. Um, if we open another political party, it's going to be just another political party. And uh, it might even, you know, cause some division, even amongst, amongst the people and amongst the, the Christians. But, you know, the Lord put it so strong in our hearts um, that when the Lord gives you a mandate, when the Lord commissions you, do something he doesn't actually look at how many are already there i mean we started to say we want to look for a vehicle that we wanted to support and the lord clearly said if i wanted them to have what i have given you and the way um, that I have I have defined the vision for you at this time for for this nation, I would have revealed it to to them. And I I don't wanna I don't want to say you know they have lost the plot. I don't want to dishonor uh, my brothers. They still have a role to play, and that's why now with time to rise, we have taken a step to say, even though there is a vehicle that is created, birthed out of time to rise we want to recognize that we need to unite a Christian voice. And what's going to happen, and um, Time to Rise is already doing this, um, to, to speak with different um, polit- Christian political parties. Um, they are willing to sign what we, we call a one accord, where we're going to have the same values um, that we're going to put out there. And when we go into the elections, we can put that one quote and say to the Christian population in South Africa, look, here are political parties that are standing for your values. This time as Christians we're not gonna vote according to our sentiments, according to our emotions. we're going to vote according to the values. You know how many how many people we Christians that are voting for the EFF, that are voting for the ANC, that are voting for the DA, how are we going to get them out of there? How are we going to convince them that they need to wake up and they need to see that the Lord is doing something in the nation and they need to vote for righteous government? And for me, when when the Lord put that in the hearts of, of, of Time to Rise, I really said, God, this is how we're going to bring the unity it will not be easy at this stage to have one Christian political party as much as it is so difficult to have one church. Uh, we all praise the Lord. We all serve the Lord, but it will be difficult. And I, the Lord also said to me, Freak, um, the unity is not uniformity, but the unity is to have uh, to be united in the spirit, but also based on the word of God. If we have those two things, the spirit and the word, and we can unite in that, that is the unity. But mandates and 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 callings will will differ, but um, the unity must be the same, and it must not be tainted. So even with ACDP and other political parties, we honor them. There is a there is a place for them, and. If, you know we want them to be in Parliament we want to increase the voice of righteousness in government. Um, if we go into government you want to go into collision with people who subscribe to your values. you don't want to go in there and you find now you are you are put on the corner to go in collision with the with the eff or with the ANC. You want your brothers there. And, and, and I was saying to some of our leaders, and there was a leader um, in Hope, and he was saying, you know, we're going um, uh, to, uh, ACDP is not going to come back to the parliament. I said, brother, you must be careful of what you are saying. Hope is not here to replace uh, ACDP, but we are here to do our part. In fact, we need them to do well. There's enough votes, Christian votes that we can get for ACDP even also to be their empowerment because we're going to need them. We're going to need their expertise. We're going to need them to support the righteous. We want them to get out of this moon pack thing. We want them to say, and, and we are challenging them on that. We say you cannot be yoked with, with these people, but th- what choice do they have now? because they don't have anyone that they can collaborate and they can go in collusion with. So we really trust in God for a miracle and that miracle will not depend on hope for South Africa, but it will depend on the body of Christ together as we unite and we trust God for that righteous government i'm sorry for the long answer um uh I fear i'm starting to feel like a politician now <laughs>
2: <laughs> fine. thanks john that was the answer needed. <laughs> answers That's to, good. The answers needs to be answered and uh, or the question yeah. another thing uh, just before we uh Chris, sorry that i want to add on to that um is it important then as a christian a believer of a follower of jesus christ not just a fan but a follower to put. Sure, I love vote, that freak. to put my sure. vote. Where, and That's why I always voted for the ACDP. uh yeah. Was yeah. because of kind of Monsieur standing up in in Parliament and saying yes. the words. Yeah. What you are doing is Come right. on. Come on. <laughs> I put my cross. Yeah. The party that said abortion is right. Yes. What am I supporting? As a believer, yeah,
3: you're supporting, yeah.
2: So I'm also supporting the abortion. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. the blood of the innocent. Sure. This constitution. So we need to educate the people and tell the people the truth, because the yeah. truth will set you free.
3: Amen. Amen.
2: But don't come and cry sure. over these things. Yeah. The things that yeah. wants to infect yeah. our children, that mm. not mm. good and it's unhealthy and it's ungodly.
3: That is destroying families. That's uh, crap, crap.
2: True. true. Sure. So we need to start Amen. speaking this and say, "Yeah." Um, and that's why I always put my cross there because uh, I saw how he stood up in yeah. government and said, "Yes, this, yes, what you are doing is wrong." So they Amen. are warned. They are warned. They couldn't. They can. They can never say nobody warned us. Nobody told us. They even laughed at him at times.
3: Yeah yeah they do <laughs> they make they make fun of that <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: but uh, at the end of the day he will receive his reward so yeah thanks do uh, mm-hmm. you agree with me uh i know we will get maybe a, a couple of stones getting thrown at us but this is yeah the, you need to put your mark what you believe yeah that like i said in, earlier this is the conscious yes.
3: god yeah. is not listen to his word yeah Listen, Freak, I agree with you, my brother, um, and that's the stance we have also taken. We're not going to compromise, number one, on the Word of God, and we really thank God for um uh, Brother Kenneth, and I, we had a conversation with them, and I honored them, and I said, I honor you as a remnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only had like two seats in there, but I said, I honor you for standing for the truth. And even myself, I've always voted for them, even while I was with the DA, because I understand uh, what it means for me to support a righteous voice. But we have made a decision. We're not gonna compromise on the word of God, what the word of God says. Yes, we will be wise, because we don't want people to, to be thrown in prison because you're going against the law um, in, in, in some instances. But we are not going to compromise on the, on the word of God. Abortion is out. You know, same-sex marriage, um, you know, all those critical uh, fundamental concerns that we have, that's what we're standing on. And I mean, now we've got a trailer that we are busy designing. And, you know, there's a, a mixed emotions even with some of the people in Time to Rise. You will see it. We were going to reveal it soon. And you know we've got is the picture of myself and my wife, and Royers also on the other side is there. You know Royers, and he's holding his Bible, and we all, both of us, we're holding our Bible, and we say we want to take biblical principles back to Parliament. And you know when when the world looks at that, they might laugh at us, and even some of the Christian might say, "Come on, man." Why do you do this? We've got so many religions and that's actually our problems. The problem is we want to be neutral and we want to be neutral at the expense of the truth. You cannot be neutral at the expense of the truth. Am I ashamed of the, of the Bible, of the word of God? No, <laughs> I know the power of the word of God. I mean, I am who I am today because that word transformed my life. Why can't I believe that the same word can transform South Africa? So this is so important. And this is, this is something that the Christians must wake up. You know they must come back to their first love, and they must come back to the values, the biblical values, and that's what needs to happen. But thank you so much, Frik.
0: Thank you, Frik. Uh, John, I want to make a prediction that even the Muslims are going to vote for, 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 for I'll tell you why I'm saying that. I remember we we live in a in a in a, in a Muslim community. You know, there's a yeah. lot of Muslim people in our area, and when we sent our kids to to a white English school, uh, let's call it predominantly white English school, there was a yeah. Christian white English school, right? There was a lot of Muslim children in that school as well. Yeah. Although they proclaimed, I mean, I, yes. I went and interviewed the principal before I took my kids there. And I said to him, it's very simple. I didn't even sit down. I said to him, where are you standing on on religion? He said, this is a Christian school, sir. He said, thank you very much. My kids are going to come to this school. Um, Amen. And um but because there was order where God is, there's is order, there's yes. discipline, right? Yes. And yes. and yes. I there's think life. we there's life. And I think even although you might not disagree with the, the, the religion, you want the yep. order that goes with it. You know. Yes. And um yes. and, 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 and that's what I want to say. Don't underestimate this um abortion thing. The number one killer in the world last year, twenty twenty three was abortion it it passed heart attacks um all those other things it passed that for the first time number one uh, killer in the world last year was abortion it is the enemy taking us out now here's the here's the problem with that and i don't want to change the subject chris i'm sorry i'm taking some of your time um and i I want to confess something and it's something that is bugging me even till today you know when 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 my daughter when we found out my my wife what was not my wife at that stage was pregnant, you know obviously that was a big shock. I'm sure there's many guys that get that knows yes, about yes, that yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. And for um, John, for a fleeting moment, I'm talking about a yeah. fraction of a fraction of a second. I yeah. considered this problem can be solved by abortion. Come on. And I tell you now, John, that yeah. often in mornings I will sit here and pray and spend my time crying in front of the Lord for that fleeting. I'm talking about a fraction of a fraction of a second yeah. but I just yeah. thought of it. You understand? So, I didn't do it. You know, she's yeah. a beautiful girl. I love her with my whole yeah. heart. You've met you've met my kids. Yes, um, yes, yes, I did. But uh, but but just the thought of that for that fraction of a second is sure. giving me so much torment. Can you imagine <laughs> I did it. Yeah. How yeah. much yeah. pain would I've been you know yeah. um yeah every day. So so yeah. it is yeah. the 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 abortion thing is much bigger than killing one person. You're actually yeah. wiping out a generation. Yeah. A yeah. generation because, and that has been of the enemy's
3: plan all along um amenzo. It has been the enemy's plan with Moses, with Jesus. And this is actually a sacrifice, you know. I mean, we don't have have time to go into that, but this is a sacrifice that we need to stop that is happening and we cannot compromise on that i'm with you 100% you know i'm also need to confess in the same line my daughter got pregnant you know at 22 years old and she got pregnant and you know and when 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 i found out that she's pregnant and you know the most beautiful thing is she said to me the first thing and i was expecting that what she's going to say now The boyfriend said to her, which was supposed to be the fiancé, said to her, you need to abort the baby. And my daughter tells me, and she says, she went to the doctor. And when she got there, the doctor had pills and the water set on the table. And then the doctor left and said, this is the best thing you can do. You're still young. You still have a future in front of you. And my daughter said, she looked at those pills. She looked at that water. And immediately, the Lord reminded her of my voice when I spoke about abortion. And my daughter said, I will not do this. I will not do this. And she walked out. And today, I'm going to be a grandfather in a few months to come. You know, it was not a good situation that she was pregnant and now she's going to have a a child out of wedlock and all those things. But, you know, I celebrate that she has taken a decision not to abort that baby. And when I saw that, I cried so hard and I hugged her and I said, you made the best decision you've ever made in your life. And one day you're going to be so proud that you did this. Her, her cousin was calling her because her cousin, he actually committed that, that abortion. She did an abortion and she said, praise, you must get rid of that thing because be, before it grows. And today, they're not even in speaking terms because she refused to abort the baby. And, and, and I, I can understand exactly what you say, Menzo. Um, this is is probably going to be the biggest thing. If we have to fight any fight in South Africa, this will be the biggest fight. And we don't compromise, you know, if it is the will of God for us to even make it into that parliament, that's going to be the first thing. Listen, we're going to make such a fuss on that thing. We will have any demonstration possible that we need to have to show the world and say this is wrong and this must stop and this must change. Because if we can stop the death that is happening, then we will be able to solve other issues. The blood is crying. You know, the Lord is saying to Cain, the blood of your, bl- of your brother is crying from the crown. So the crown is cursed. And to lift up that curse, we will need to stop the sacrifice that is happening. But thank you, Menzo. It
0: is the proof how ridiculous our parliament is. We have a big whoa about a swimming pool that's a fire pool, but it doesn't get mentioned about abortion. That's yeah. completely quiet. In any case, yeah. before we we need to have a separate discussion about this one morning, um, John. Yeah, no, uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, sorry, Chris.
1: Yeah, no um, it's fine. This is all important things that we are discussing. John, um, it is so nice to see you on this platform. And, um, you, brother, you know, in Chris 2019, Chris. Um, after Arnu was here, yeah. um, I gave you a call and um, mm-hmm. I asked you to come down and you and your wife came down. Yes. And, um, you know, the process that we went through from 2019 after Project SA, I started yeah. things, I tried things it didn't work. And many yeah. times I called you, I said, I've got yeah. this idea, I've got that idea. And, you know, I was thinking um, about you the other day, and I thought of 2023, you know, sure. the beginning of 2023. I mm. uh, um, had this whole thing with the 300 men, the warrior men that was going up, and, um, and uh, you were still in Stanford. You never knew what was going to pan out in 2023. You never knew it. And, um, you know, I I, I looked at this and I thought, wow, you know, this is just absolutely amazing what God has done. Something he gave you in 2007. He told you about, um, uh, you know, that you're going to be back in in Parliament. And, um, you know, it's just so amazing what God can do. And... um, And I was thinking even in my own life and the processes that I'm going through and uh, the miracle that had happened to you, even uh, now, um, I might be starting a youth uh, group in Masakani. I've spoken to them. The Lord said to me, start a youth group. They're calling me Wim, which I am (laughs) because I am a Wim. So, um, you know, if we can get the youth going and I can move, you know, cross-cultural um, bridges being built and seeing, they see seeing me as a father figure. And um, we can have a vibrant youth going in masakane and then uh, eventually in the area. This is my vision. Um, then, you know, you, you've you got a platform to build on, all the stuff that you want to do with Time to Rise because the energy the, the youth brings. So... Um, yeah, it's just amazing to see what God has done in your life. And then the question I want to ask you is: um, campaigning. Have you got a strategy to campaign? Um, how are you going to be campaigning, and um, etc. But. Um, Wonderful to see what God has done in your life and I, I honor it. And um it is new wine in new wine skins. Absolutely. And you didn't say, well, let's um join yeah. with this or join with that. The Lord mm-hmm. said you guys Amen. started and um Amen. you're gonna be the, the the new wine. Amen.
3: Okay, thank you. I thank you so you much. Thank okay. you, Chris. My brother, I remember those those years. In fact, that's it was when I was driving back from Hansby, and I told you that. And when the Lord said to me, I'm doing a new thing, there's a shift coming. And I'm glad that I obeyed. Um, there, obviously, there was a sacrifice to that obedience, but it was for the better good. And I'm glad I did that. Um, Chris, for the for the campaigning, we are already, we have um, some few ideas that we want to implement. But I think the success of our campaign really lies with people that really believes that God is doing something new in South Africa, um, something that is even beyond politics, because I really don't see... What God is doing is not limited to only politics. I mean, God has already started with Time to Rise and other organization um, transformation um, table. Uh, what you guys are doing is amazing. It's been part of the bigger picture. You know, just talking about having a convers- powerful conversation about the kingdom. So there's so many fires that the Lord has started. But really, the success of our campaign is going to depend on, um, uh, you know, a uh, word of mouth, um, people just, you know, sharing their, their vision about hope and, and you know, helping us in different communities, um, Chris, um when we when we do our campaigns when we you know when we need to 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 be on that voting stations to make sure that the righteous vote is protected we're going to need people that will really raise their hands and say listen um you know i don't want to be politician i'm not politician but i'm kingdom and i believe in what god is doing and i'm going to do my bit uh, otherwise, um, there's no way we're going to do that. Uh, we, we don't even have a, a budget um, for, for, for the campaign at this moment. You know, there's so much that needs to happen, even the, you know, the finances side of it. But the Lord keeps on saying, do not think on the, on the old form. Always expect a miracle. So we try very hard to to even position our thinking that we're not gonna think like your normal you know political party we we need to allow God to do his work and maybe we maybe we will not we don't even need a budget for campaign, you know <laughs> maybe the Lord will do it in his own way, <clears throat> but we have to be practical in some of the things um, but yes, it doesn't mean that we don't plan. But I think what is important is for, for you to pray for us. And secondly, to share uh, the message of hope with family, with friends, but also to volunteer, to help, enhanced by, you know, when the election come, help us to get young people, help us to get, um, you know, old Tannies or everybody that says, listen, I can help with this, I can sponsor a gazebo, I can sponsor, we've got all the the designs and everything. I can sponsor food for the people that, you know, will have to be there and do the work and to do the registration as well. I can help with this. If we can have people that can help us in organizing that all or knows of people that will really be critical in those in those skills. I think that's gonna help us with with our campaigning. But we're gonna launch our manifesto very soon. Um uh, we have already put our application with IEC um registering you know the party. So we're hoping that in two weeks, um, um max three weeks, um then we will get the response from the IEC. We still need about forty-five thousand signatures. For us to be on the ballot paper, just to be on the ballot paper for people that will sign and say, um, I know about hope and yes, I love this and I'm willing to support. So 45,000 signatures is a lot of signatures. If you have elections on May, um, this year, and on top of that, you know, we still need to, to have about 800,000 um you know to put forward for us just to to be able to participate on the election obviously um they will refund that back once um the elections are over there's actually a process um that that is part of that so we those are the things that we're trusting the lord for and we need prayer for if you guys can pray with us for that and again we said lord we're not gonna sweat over this thing. If you said you, if you if you build this wine skin, you will build it with your hands. We are just instruments. So we're not gonna force it. We're not gonna now run around and you know beg for money and stuff like that. We just trust in God. Um, you know, if God wants us to go into the election, national elections, he will provide. You know, if he wants us to lay the foundation, we are willing to lay that foundation for now. So whatever the Lord wants, we are willing, but we're really trusting that, um, you know, a miracle can happen because we don't have another five years uh, with ANC and we definitely don't want to see EFF coming in. We don't even want to see the collision between EFF and ANC because it will be even worse so we are trusting God for a miracle and and we just know that the Lord will provide. I'm now in Pretoria as I speak to you um, and I've got a couple of uh, business people that are also, um, you know, going to talk to about hope and see how, you know, different people can play part in, in what God is doing.
0: Sure, John, as we said, we expect nothing than a miracle. A big miracle. It's good that it's good that you don't have a budget and learn how to work without a budget because when you take the yes. country over, there's no money. So you're going to have to learn how to do big things with no money in any case. So so it's it's, it's training ground already.
3: <laughs> yes, I tell you, I missed that one. I missed that one. There's no money. In fact, there's we no must money. tell people there's actually no money. Yes, yes.
0: No, prepare yourself for that. So learning to work without, you know, We've been doing business this way. Yeah. I've, bought, I've bought companies mm-hmm. where the guys wanted big money. And I say to, say to them, all I can offer you is what I have to offer. And yes. we have bought things at a fifth of the price based on that. Uh-huh. You, know, uh-huh. we, you have to learn how to do business yes. with yes. little money. That's a good business yes, practice. Definitely, you know. definitely. Um, You're going to have to learn and how so to run a company. We're going to need
3: you in our board. We're going to need you in our board. We need that advice. <laughs> John has got a heart. I've got a heart for the nation, and I've got a vision that the Lord has given us. But listen, I'm not I'm not a businessman, so I'm going to need those mens that will yeah, teach me.
0: Give that advice. <laughs> There's much better guys than I am, uh, John, but uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure they're going to come up and 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 lift you up. But mm-hmm. um, I just want to quickly mention that thing, uh, Chris. You mentioned the thing about women. Uh, it's yeah. it's something that we also have to discuss. I remember yeah. seeing this picture, and we're going over time now, so i apologise, John. If you've got to go, and you know your time is going to become no, very no, no. very. I, good. I, You're yes, okay.
3: no, I'm yeah, I'm here. Amen.
0: I remember being at a mighty men in the Karoo. Uh, then uh, close to Eros, and um, I was sitting. We were waiting for him, Angus to come in. It was Sunday morning. It was very, very hot, and there was a guy that walked in. I remember because he was a giant. You know that. You know those Burians. Uh, yeah. The, those bulgos. <laughs> you know, he's got yeah. a neck like a like a uh, like a two-hundred-liter uh, 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 can. You know, uh, oil yeah. can. Um, this guy walked in and he sat down, uh, he carried his uh, chair with him because obviously normal chairs won't work for him. And he sat down and then as he, just as he sat down, sat down a group of young, uh, you know, uh, native to that area, may I call them colored boys walked in, you know, say called from eight years old to 15 years old, maybe 20 of them. And they were part of a, um, uh, they were part of a, a, um, a children's home. So they walked and came sat- sat next to this guy um and I can see this guy was looking at them, and he was looking forward and he was looking at them, and he was looking forward and The next moment he took out that big arm of his and he and he called one of them over and I could see he took something out of his um he handed something to one of these guys and he ran off and came back with twenty hats, so I think he, what he saw is these boys are going to burn in the sun and he oh. and he and he gave the guy instructions to go and buy hats. So, of course, sure. this is no yeah. happiness. You know, everybody's yeah. getting a new yeah. hat, like a cowboy hat. And then that young boy, and he was actually the smallest one of the lot, yeah. came and walked up to this guy. Now, remember, I'm seeing this from behind. I'm just telling you yeah. the story as I saw it, right? Yes. Or what yes. I, the, how the movie is playing in my head. And this little boy put his hand on this giant's shoulder and and you could see he started praying for him. Yeah. And the yeah. next yeah. moment, next moment, you could see this big giant starting to shake. You know, he was sitting yes. like this, crying. Yeah, you know. and obviously it is something <sighs> that that boy prayed into his life. Sure, sure. Saying, sure Thank sure. you. Sure. That's my... Now the point I'm trying to make here is mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. thing in Afrikaans. Um is a power word, right? Very so when you, when when you yeah. call. I remember we had a camp many years ago and one of the uh, black boys called my, my father Wim. You know? Yeah. And it was like my dad's heart just melted. It's like ice wow. in the sun. Yeah, you know? yeah. It just yeah. melted. Yeah. It is a power yeah. word, eh Chris? When the guys call you call you um, you don't want to be Wim because you're not we're not old enough to be Wim yet, and we're the same age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a power word. You know, it it melts the heart of Africana heart if you call yeah. it. Wim. You know, it is almost instantaneous. Um, I don't know why I sure. uh, just did such a cool um, is there anybody else
3: that's got a question Mbenu? Um, I saw that brother Anthony or somebody at the send of here
0: Anthony well, no I'm
4: going to have to pray about before I ask questions I, I nobody likes me because I ask ugly questions but um, I just felt that I need to speak to the Lord first about certain okay. things before
0: I, I'll ask questions. Yeah. Amen, Anthony. It's good. It's good to ask ugly questions because we are dealing with ugliness. You know, we are dealing with the with the enemy, mm. and um, the enemy has to be John. I feel I feel your heart. You know, you need to carry around a big a big sword because there is a big battle that's yeah. up ahead, and um, but of course. You know, you yeah. know, you're already walking I'm victory. Just, uh, I yeah, just want to I say also...
1: something about um, the Wim thing, just to just shortly. Um, I walk into a shop there in Grootbrak. We went on holiday there, so the the young lady uh, st- standing behind the counter says, Who handed going, You know, how's mm. it going, Oom. So I yeah. say to her, "No, it's going well with double A in." <laughs> She couldn't figure this one out, double OM. Uh, it probably sounded like I was saying 007. <laughs> <laughs> double O-M. She couldn't figure out what I was saying. I tell you, she looked at me and she said, What? <laughs> uh, and I've had a few of these things that I said, yeah. <laughs> Well, with double OM. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Menzo, I see
3: that Joko is asking a question. How do I hear from God? Yes, I love this one because um, for me, um, Yaku, it has always been that peace of the Lord. That that is for me the most strongest way that the Lord speaks to me. I mean, He speaks to me prophetically, and sometimes, you know. Um, he will put something in my heart and I will just have that excitement and I just know that it's the Lord. You know, there's that thing that you know that you know, this is the Lord, whether you like it or not. Um, and, and, and But for me, the, the peace of the Lord leads me. And if I don't have a peace about, and this is not just, you know, and I, I know you understand what I'm talking. The peace of the Lord is different. You know, you can have the peace of God in a storm, in a most um, tense situation, like in Seneca. You know, I, I remember I was standing there in the middle of of the EFF and, you know, whatever the situation. And I just said, the peace of God, nothing is going to happen today. Nothing is going to happen. And I just had that peace. But uh, the way things looked like, it was like something bad is going to happen. And that's how the Lord leads me, He leads me with his peace. Um, As I said, I didn't have peace um, to go back with the DA. But then also I didn't have peace to walk away from hope. And that's when I started inquiring about God, but I don't get this peace. Why? Why am I not having this peace in my heart? about hope. And that's when the Lord took me back in different word and seasons and he confirmed it in my heart. And he used one of the brother as well um down in in in, in mighty man Muscle bay. And out of out of that of blue he said to me, he doesn't know me. And he doesn't know what I was rapping with. And he saw me um he was speaking to somebody that I was working with and he just he just said to me He just said, he looked at me and he said, the Lord says, you don't have an idea the seasons I'm bringing you in. That's all he said. There's a new season coming and you don't have an idea how incredible it is. And he just said, he just passed. And if somebody does something like that, (laughs) um, out of the blue, you also know that, oh, God, and already the Lord has a- already put something in your heart. Then you know there's something that the Lord is saying. You must now open your ears. So that's how I that's how I hear the Lord. I mean, His peace is for me the the most prompting in my heart.
4: Hmm. Sure. Yeah, Phil. This is going to be a question that a lot of people standing in front of their voting station is going to ask: Why sh- why should I vote for this guy?
3: for yeah. well, the party rather. Yes 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 definitely um the only thing that I can say to that um Yaku and I'm'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm very careful. I don't want to give you your uh, a political a political answer on this. I really trust that the Lord and even with time to rise everywhere we went, we didn't actually have to convince people and it was so amazing for me to see that because i would prepare myself we go into this group we're going to talk to and i, I promise you we spoke to almost everyone in in south africa in terms of demographics and and communities we spoke to indian communities colored communities Africans, english communities everybody and you would prepare yourself for questions and very difficult questions and you get there and these guys minister back to you. They actually tell you um, even stuff that you don't know about what the Lord has said to them five years back about about what is happening, about time to rise, about this this season. And you stand there, you're like, God, how how does this work? I mean, I didn't even say a word, but these people are already stirred up in their hearts. And that's what I'm actually expecting from from the Lord with hope. And I know politicians are going out there and, you know, they're getting their rhetoric ready and, you know, they're getting the statement ready and they want to persuade people and convince people. Of course, we're going to have, you know some of the points that are important that we want to put out there for people, but for me, it's not going to be. It's not going to be that. It's going to be the stirring of the Holy Spirit. You know, let me tell you a testimony. Yaku, you're going to love this. <laughs> Two days back, um, a, an EFF leader in Siyanaqal, very strong EFF leader in Siyanaqal, he was part of the first meeting we had when we put the leaders together and he's the guy that went full out for the farmers in that meeting accusing them of racism i mean he almost collapsed that that meeting for me and again he was the same guy that after in the process during that meeting he stood up and he said but the pastor is right we need to we need to take responsibility and we started working with this guy, but for some reason he became EFF again and he was negative And he, he now gone, he gone for us and he wanted to destroy the, the forum. He spoke very bad of us because I think he got some instruction from the EFF to say, Hey, you must remember you are the EFF. And two days back, I meet him, and he says, "Pastor, I don't see, I don't see you more often in Sienna. What's happening? I see you are going all around, and I saw something about hope. Uh, is this a new church or a new? What is happening there?" And I started explaining to him about hope and what we feel, because I always want to tell these guys, "This is God thing, man. I'm not gonna be. This is not another politics." I'm not going to try to be a politician with you. And you know what he said to me? And he said, wow. And he said, you know what? I'm EFF. I will always be an EFF. But for this one, I'm going to support you. And he started sharing strategic strategies with me and he's telling me this is what you need to do to get more support you must go to the schools you must go i'm gonna help you and but you must not tell others he tells me and he says you must not you must not speak aloud about this but i'm gonna help you i want to make sure that you get into the parliament you know i drive away from that and i'm laughing in my car i'm laughing out loud and i said god you really have a great sense of humor and that, for me, was a sign that this is going to be a revival, a stirring in people's heart. When Once people pick up hope, they're going to, in their hearts, something is going to resonate. We will not even have to work hard to convince people like politicians and, and falling in the trap of lying to people and giving people false hope and false promises and empty promises but the Lord is going to stay their hearts. And of course, if if, if a normal politician asks me this question, I'm also going to give those points for them to know that we are also not just praying into it. We've got plan. We we know what, what needs to happen. And, you know, we've got a vision. We've got people who are ready to govern. This is not just a bunch of, you know, Bible carriers. These are very intelligent. And some of these people have, experience in governance. I mean, it's amazing the kind of people that God is bringing uh, in hope and that are ready to govern and and, and to lead in these uh, different departments.
4: Make me think of the Jonah going to Nineveh story. The Lord has yeah. prepared
3: it before. Amen. Amen. Yes, I love that. I will use that next time. That is exactly that. The Lord has already prepared the nation to repent. So if God can do with Nineveh, why, how, why would he not do it with South Africa? To stare the people, the hearts of the nation. And we need to trust God for that. Because I can tell you, um, uh, Yaku, where I'm sitting at now, even in front of you, there is no way that, first of all, there's no way that we can register this political party. We don't have money for that. Secondly even if we manage to register this political party there is no way we're going to get into that parliament you need so many votes to get in that parliament just to get 2% you know you know how hard that is <laughs> just to get i mean just just to get under 10% of the vote that is, that is a staggering, you have to work so hard to do that. Secondly, if I look at myself, I mean, I've, if I'm honest with you, I've got a beautiful heart. I love God. I love his people. But I don't think that I have what it takes to really bring that change that is so desperately needed. And you know what? I love to be in that place. I love to be in the place that I know that we cannot make it, that I know I cannot make it, because then it must be God. And I can tell you today, I will rather fail, I will rather fail on this one than to take people on a trail that I know that I know that there's no change that's gonna happen. If the Lord is not doing this, if if it this is not the plan of God, please he must not even allow us to register <laughs> you know it must just die off it must just disappear and i'm not i'm not even ashamed to come back to you guys and say guys please forgive me i was wrong i didn't hear right done just to go out and thinking that you're gonna do something you nobody's gonna do this thing not even the mckenzies Not, No one will be able. South Africa is broken, is bankrupt. There is no money. Any promise anyone gives. The challenge of getting in that government, if you get in, you've got no idea. That challenge is so huge. It will only take God to turn this country around. And if God is not going to do it, I don't want to be part of it.
0: I'm with you, John. You know, I, I, I don't want to see you as president because I'm not a political animal. You know, I want to be. I want to see God as president. You know, I want Amen. to, Peter. Uh, what is that? A theocracy. I'm not yes. a. I'm not a. I don't yes. want to be a yes. politician. God but, uh, must be the one. Absolutely. And if this is the way it has to happen, then I'm good with that. Amen. Okay. Are you ready for Anthony's question? He's. Um, seems like he's. Uh, He's
3: yes, about it. Anthony, ready. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> not so bad. Uh,
4: Don't worry, it's not so bad. <laughs> okay, so I just want to, Yaku, when you spoke about Nineveh, that's God speaking through you there. Uh, the more time you spend in the word, the yeah. louder the voice of the Holy Spirit becomes. So, word, yes, word, so word, 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 word. Yep. Nothing else, yep. brother. Word. Yeah, you you so much, word. You spend time in the Word, you will hear the Holy Spirit. You become sensitive to His Holy Spirit. I want to say yeah. yes and yeah. amen to amen. Um, to one word that I heard that John spoke about, the repentance. Yeah. We need to repent as a country.
2: Mm.
4: Mm. Um, mm. John, I want to ask you, please, I sent you last year, I sent you a voice note. I know that you're busy. I don't think you've listened to it. I would ask you if you've got time, please go listen to it. I know it's a bit long. But would you get back to me on it? And then something yes, told me last yes. year. He said, "Anthony, yeah. he said, stop talking about bad about the government. I put that government yeah. in place. Now it's a yeah. very controversial thing that I'm saying at the moment because the government Amen. is oppressing uh, uh, everybody, yeah. not only just the white mm. minority. Everybody is being oppressed. Mm. The government, everybody yeah, is being oppressed. Said, so Anthony, true. Stop speaking bad about that government. I put them in place." Wow. So sure, that's man. all I want to say. So I, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to say more concerning yes. the government. I just know that the Lord put the ANC in room yes. and we must yes. stop judging the measure that we use. The measure that we use To judge them is the judgment that we receive back. And at the moment, everybody is pointing fingers at the government and saying the government this and the government that. Mm. And God said, you're pointing fingers to me because I put the government in place there. I can go in a long, long story as to why God told me that, um, but um, we don't have the time for that. I I only ask John, please, if you got time, would you go listen to the voice note that I sent you? Um, and, and yes. get back to me. Then uh, lastly, I know that we're going to close off. Lord, I just want to ask, as John said now, you can't do this, sir. If this is not from you, I ask you that you close the door, sir. But if this yes. is from you, then yes, I trust Lord. completely you will provide so, the finances. Thank you you will provide the means necessary for John and this party to end <laughs> up in in the political sphere as we if it's Lord. from you, sir, if it's not yes, from you, yes, thank Lord. you. For John's humble heart We he thank said, Lord. sir, if it's not from you, you is prepared to say, I'm sorry, I didn't hear from the Lord. This is not right. This, that's a humble man speaking there, and it's beautiful to yeah. hear that, Lord. But we want to give you the honor. Lord, thank you're God. the one, you're the only one that can change our country Lord. around. And yes, we Lord. must come yes, to Lord. repentance as a country, yes. as a unit, as a people. We must come back and say, sorry. And I've spoken about it before. I'm not going to speak yes. about this now, Lord. But when the time is right, I ask you that you give me the words in my mouth so that I can say exactly what I believe is yes. on your heart, Lord. But I do yes. know today that the government that's in place today and where we are today, you are absolutely in control of our country. And everything that's happened, every, every blood that is shed, every all the criminals, yes. everything, all the corruption, everything is by your hands, sir. It's by your hand because you are a just God. And if you say in your word that if we do not do something, we will receive the punishment of what we do not do because we are called by your name, sir. We are your people. Mm -hmm. And I ask you, Lord, that you would bring the people to repentance, Father God, that you bring us back to the place where we say, Lord, we can't do this without you. We need you. As John was testifying today, he doesn't feel like he's competent to do this, sir. Mm -hmm. You Mm. are confident and you will establish it if it's your will. But if it's not your will, sir, we humbly come to you. We say we're sorry. We ask you to close the door. So don't open the door. Close the door and bring us all back to the place where we're at your feet, Mm. realizing that we can't do anything out of our own. Sir, we can only do it by your means. sir. you can do it in us, through us. You say in your word, not by might, not by strength, but by Mm. my spirit. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you make us all sensitive, that you make John sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Father God, mm. that you help him and lead him. The time to rise movement, Lord, that you would grow that in the process of yes. where we are. Yes. Maybe this government, maybe this, mm. this cycle where we need to go and vote is not the, mm. the, the season where you open the door for us and heal yes. the country. We mm. are in your hands, Lord. We are clay in your hands and you come and form us the way you want to form us Father God I pray Father God that you forgive each and every person in this country I'm standing in on on behalf of people today I'm standing in the gap where I say Lord sorry for the way that we judge our government sorry for the way that we judge our, our president and our his ministers and everything that's happened in the last 20 but make it actually 100 years sir because it's from 100 years back that we've been sinning and that we've been doing things wrong and not in your way, Father God. That's how we ended up where we end up. This is a consequence of choices we made in, the, in our past, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you bring us back to that place where we say, you ahead, Lord. You're ahead, Lord. We walk in your ways, Father God. We don't want to run ahead and hope that you bless it. We want to stand right here until you say, move. Then only we will move. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Christ over this meeting, Lord. And I pray for each and every year that hears this meeting, that you would open their spiritual ears, that they'd come to recognition and come to hear your voice, Father God. I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
3: Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Anthony. Yeah, that was very special. Great. Thank you very much, guys
0: ladies. We had a great session this morning. Thank you for listening to The Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business.